Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3Fit, and you're listening to the T3Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments, from physical therapy to surgery, and so much more. So let's get started. Everybody, welcome to the T3 Fit Scoliosis Podcast. On today's episode, I would like to introduce Anthony. Uh, him and I connected recently at a workshop that we did for uh, MACE training with somebody by the name of Mr. Maceman, otherwise known as Rick Brown. Uh, Anthony, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, so during our time that we did this workshop and a little bit afterwards, you uh, confided in me that you have scoliosis. And we, it began a conversation with us. Can you share with us the time that you remember being diagnosed and how it has been from that time up until the present? All right. So basically, long story short, my full-time job, I'm a correction officer. All right. I'm a correction officer. So basically back, I want to say in 2014-ish, mm-hmm. I was working on a railway state prison. It's a, it's a prison in New Jersey, right? And I was working out, but I was at work there was a fire in the prison. We all responded. We put the fire out, you know, this, this thing, you know, put the fire out. Mm-hmm. I guess sent out of work for smoke inhalation. Me and okay. a couple of the guys that were involved were putting the fire out. Mm-hmm. Smoke inhalation. All of a sudden I got my chest x-rays to see the smoke and a nurse said, oh my God. Like she had, she thought, I, I thought she saw like a mess on my lungs. I'm like, what the hell's the matter? She made a big thing. She's like, oh my God, you got scoliosis. I said, I do. I'm like, I never noticed I had scoliosis. I never knew. Okay. But, and that's when I first was diagnosed. That's when she told me I had scoliosis. Then I went to my PT and mentioned to her about my scoliosis. And and how old were you? This was 2014. How old were you? I was old. I was, I was, um, I found out I had scoliosis late. I'm 34 years old. So you're okay. talking about how to be in my 30s. Okay. I mean, when I was like 30, okay. 31. And did you have any uh, discomfort or pain prior to this? being diagnosed i always had left shoulder pain okay but i i always thought it was my ac joint i thought i okay. heard I, you know, I thought it was my ac joint but i think there's more to it and i think okay. the root cause is just so, uh, scoliosis okay and so in 2014 you discovered that you had uh, scoliosis and then you started working with apt correct yeah i always yes I, well even beforehand i always went with the, uh no maybe not even beforehand around 2014 i started going to pt around that time and i told her i scoliosis and she said that's probably a, re- a reason why my scap my left scalp is mm-hmm. so undeveloped and i can do all the back rows i want but my rhomboids i have a hard time activating okay my left okay. side and and she's i'm just gonna say that she's not a scoliosis uh specialist, sp- no. specialist. she's just no, like i don't want to say regular but she's a yeah, she's a regular PT. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, she deals okay. with a lot of uh, Gen Pop, sports specific. When I first met her, mm-hmm. she was doing. She was at a, a place where it was more sports specific, and then she left, went to another spot, and I followed her there. Okay. And basically, she just knows my body. I, I trust okay. her. Okay. She, and how long have you been working with her? 
I guess it's 2014, I'm assuming. Okay. Maybe even before that, but on separate issues. Maybe not sure. Maybe because I've been working out since I was 18 years old. Okay. So throughout the road, your knee injuries, you always like get tweaked, you know? Right. Okay. Okay. And so you've been working with her, give or take, since 2014. Mm-hmm. And we connected recently, like I said, through um, Rick Brown. And how long have you been a trainer besides being a corrections officer? I was, I, I turned, I became a personal trainer at, th- at 30 years old. Okay. So basically four years I've been trained. I've been lifting weights and working out my whole life. It's 18, right? But then I needed a career at 25. I said, okay, I need a career. You know, I, I have an associate's degree. What the hell am I going to do? And at first, when I was younger, I wanted to be like a bodybuilder, went through mm-hmm. that route. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing mm-hmm. in it, right? And it was supplemental, like supplement sales. Mm-hmm. Right? So my end game is, okay, let me either, either get a union job or getting a law enforcement because in the gym when I was going were either all cops or all union workers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I took the civil service test. I got hired in law enforcement with the state DOC. Mm-hmm. And at age, and I wasn't satisfied. It was a job, it was a career. It was like, I wasn't satisfied. Personal training and fitness was still my passion. Mm-hmm. So then at 30, I told my wife, my girlfriend at the time, I said, listen, my goal by, by 30 of being a personal trainer. So, I'll, and then I'll do both. So that's what I do. Okay. Okay. And, and you have since, I mean, you started in bodybuilding and you have really, I want to say you have evolved so much just in what I've seen on social media, because bodybuilding is very specific, but when you and I met, you had slush ropes. Yes. Yeah. Like I get bored. I got I don't know if my AD, I I get, I like the next thing. I like after doing so many years, like the bodybuilding, like the Mm -hmm. bros, like you think you know it all. You mm-hmm. don't know. You always can learn. You always learn. And that's what got me in the maze too. Mm-hmm. But then uh, what actually helped me out getting out of that bodybuilding thing mm-hmm. was I had a hernia. I had a hernia on my right side. I was doing, okay. I wasn't lifting smart. I wasn't educated. So after I was, I became a personal trainer, I got educated, different mm-hmm. planes of motion, mm-hmm. you know, had a load, had, you know, just had a program. Right. And then uh, I really started evolving, mm-hmm. evolving. And the kettlebells, and then the kettlebells, and I really started evolving even more. And it made just 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 define get get outside the gym. My goal is that at a certain age, I don't want to be sucked into a gym for ninety minutes. I want to actually take it outside and enjoy life too. Yeah, you want it. You want long term goals. Long term goals, longevity. Yeah, to have longevity. the mobility and the strength. So how? So so how? Tell me how has the? Um, I want to focus on this because it's something that I'm so passionate about, and I've been doing it for years now um but how has working with a mace helped you with your back even though your curves are mild you have a yeah. 15 20 i believe i think 20 i, I want to depends on the doctor i went to one doctor <laughs> okay yeah exactly i want to want like in this place in this pt office she says like 15 20 mm-hmm. then another doctor said it could be 25 it's still moderate like the x-ray says it's a, it's a moderate scoliosis right you know what i mean so if you look at me you can't see it right but if you know your body, yeah, and even the way I sit, like I can feel, like I, I'm, I'm very conscious about like because how my spine goes. If I'm sitting here, right, yeah. you see me, my curve goes right. So basically, my left side, my thoracic spine, yeah, goes right like that. Okay. So, so tell me, um, how do you feel that the mace mm-hmm. has um, helped? 
with your workouts and has it how has it impacted your scoliosis if at all like pros versus cons how do you feel that it has helped with the curves that you have in not injuring them or increasing them yeah like you you still you still uh mace flow certified too uh not flow not flow okay I got in the I got in the mace with the flow, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it for shoulder mobility, right? To help my shoulder out. Mm-hmm. And and I like it because of different planes of motion. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you the mace is double-edged sword. If you know what you're doing with it, it's great. If you don't, you could hurt your shoulders. It's good for your shoulders, but if you don't do it do a 360 right, it's terrible for your shoulders. So I feel like I got into it to help my shoulders out. Mm-hmm. But repetitive motion, I feel like if I do too much. I get impingement if I, but I, and I self-correct and I, you do it the right way. Yeah. So I'm saying like, so how did with the mace? Sorry. You ever feel shoulder pain with the mace? Not pain. I don't swing. I mean, I tested myself out at swinging a max of 200 and then I'm done. That's a lot. Yeah. All said and done. I like the mace because like I said, the different planes of motion, Mm -hmm. I could change my body to, it's great cardio, but I don't even know when you're doing cardio, your heart's pumping because you're doing so many things. Right. 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 And it does loosen your shoulders up with like uh, the bull whip and, and the, uh, the, uh, the mills, the mills mm-hmm. is great. It's great. How did you first, before even having a mace, how did you practice the movements? Because before I often, before, before you even owned a mace, did you just go out and buy a mace? Or like, because when I first started talking about it, I told people to practice with a broom. Okay. I actually just, I used a, Kalo, a, a kettlebell, okay. halos. I did halos with the kettlebell. Okay. I started doing um, basically really just halos to kettlebell. Then I, I, you know, Diary of Fitness Junkie? Mm-hmm. You, you know that? I follow her on Instagram, Diary of Fitness mm-hmm. Junkie. Very knowledgeable. I actually saw her on Instagram. This is when I was getting into kettlebells. This is okay. during COVID time. So it's COVID time, gyms are closed. I'm, I'm, I'm so much, I'm in kettlebells so far. Like I'm hooked on kettlebells. That's all I'm doing. I'm loving them. Yeah. But I wanted more. I, mm-hmm. I like, cause kettlebells and a mace go hand in hand, right? It's all like, yeah. all real deep functional training, which right. I love. And uh, so I saw her posting some uh, mace stuff. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I got into it with her. I bought my first mace biggest mistake was uh a 15 pounder too heavy yeah too fat too heavy she really got me in the flow okay and then i she told me to buy a 10 pound mace i bought a 10 pound and i started doing her online zoom classes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i never could get the 360 i like learning the 360 it's you have to master it because if you do a bit poor 360 you hurt your shoulders you're gonna hurt mm-hmm. your shoulders you don't yeah. want to chop it down yeah you want to you want yeah. that elbow right you want to bring it directly in front Exactly. Pulling from the back and then uh, breath in and then exhaling and executing forward. Exactly. You don't want, mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to do this with the mace. Right. You want to cross it right. over elbow to left hip kind right. of, right? Right. Yeah. So, and I'm a bigger guy. I'm not a huge guy, but mm-hmm. I'm very tight. Mm-hmm. So getting okay. that mace and getting that flexibility was harder for me. But now over, off the, over the years, I got okay. the 360 pretty down. And is there any difference that you personally notice since working with the mace with your back prior to not working with the mace? It's definitely a lot more loose. My thoracic okay. spine more rotational. I have a lot more okay. rotation. Uh, my rotation's out better. And the slush work and the slush rope is 
awesome with it too. You 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 play the same yeah, movie. This is great. The slush rope is like learning another language that it I don't stop. speak. <laughs> Stuff is different. No, it's, it's the same mechanics of the mace, though. Yeah. Same mechanics of the mace, mm-hmm. but there's no weight. It's a kind of very, just kind of real yeah. light. It's it's like um, I work with clubs, with Indian clubs, and I have one pounders, and they will. It's yeah, Something they will burn. Yeah, they will Something burn you. But um, but okay. So so tell us. So I know where you are on Instagram, and it's mm-hmm. bodies underscore cool. by underscore. Cool. Greco. Greco underscore. Yes. <laughs> and you're based in New Jersey and you're yeah. a trainer. I'm so, a if, so if, and you're a corrections officer, but if people want to come to you for training, this is where they can find you on Instagram. Is there anywhere else where they can reach out to you? Uh, Instagram is basically the, the best, when I, you know, they message me. I, I okay. train in central New Jersey. Okay. Central New Jersey. That's my home base. Okay. But uh, basically, you know, Instagram is my go-to. Okay stop uh, one stop shop okay and is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience that we didn't target on based on your scoliosis and your experience with it from 2014 up until the present and your training previously up until now uh just that knowledge is like my till this day my scapula is still i, I have a hard time engaging okay my scapula. you have to do i know you had the surgery to keep it yeah. straight right yeah so how old did you, when you had the surgery, how old were you? When you had the surgery? I was 12 or 13. So you, so you had a bad curve then. I had 45, 50. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. That's, but you can, I, but you can still see one of my scapulas protrudes out. Yeah. Like I have a chicken, but like my, I have a, uh, if you look closely, if you look at me, I guess the average person, they can't see, right. But if you're a doctor and you know how you're looking for, if you yeah. look for, I guess one of my, my one of my scapula like chicken wings out. Yeah. Saying, well, if I do a pull up, like it's, instead, yeah. of the, instead of the scapula moving like this together so if i'm if i'm up the scapula right. is here right and instead it goes down like this uh-huh one side goes in before the other yeah you get what i'm saying because yeah. this my curve is like this yeah boom boom so i'm assuming this side goes in further and yeah. this side i'm lacking muscle on my left side so, so with that la- with lacking muscle my shoulder socket rolls forward okay so my left shoulder rolls forward so that which causes impingement in my left shoulder. So do you find yourself working harder on your weaker side? I get I yeah, I'm a, yeah, I guess, I guess I work harder on my weaker side. Mm-hmm. I also use the wrong muscles on my weaker side, right? Because your body's gonna do the most your body's gonna do the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Your body, so I have to correct myself. So with the mace, that's why we're doing a lot of 360s. I gotta be careful because it sometimes it causes impingement. Yeah. But my shoulder's already lean forward mm-hmm. the internal when rotation I, internal right my yes so when i come across mm-hmm. i should cause more impingement because okay. it's getting tighter here okay if that makes sense that makes sense like what rick brown did we're just hanging this the pendulum pendulum yeah like i'll still work i'll still do the folks i just enjoy it mm-hmm. and but just when i once i when i feel my left shoulder getting tired or if i feel a little impingement i stop or i do less swings and i just do more do more flow okay more that kind of stuff so you're just so what you're saying is to just be smart about the yeah, smart. the the reality check of what's going on with your body and just be aware of it you know where my body and another thing is too, like, i'm a very addictive personality so like if i finally if i get there with the mace now if i learn a 360 i'll be doing so many 360s a day but sometimes you overdo it right like sometimes you just overdo it or 
or sometimes if you're tired, even like the even like the, the mill, sometimes you're mm-hmm. tired and you're trying to get fancy with that 10 pound mill. It's a, it's a slippery slope. It's great for your shoulders, yeah, but it could be very, very bad for your shoulders too if you slip up. Yeah, yeah. Or you, go heavy, or you go a little too heavy, you get cocky, and you go a little too heavy. It could be real bad. So it's real thin lines. Great for yeah. your shoulders, but if you go too much, it's bad for your shoulders. I see you on the rooftop all the time. What do you do on the rooftop? Is that, is that you? Is that where you work at all the time, or is that you? Do, you do other stuff too? Uh, no, I pretty much work out on my roof, or I go to the park. That's awesome. That's what. That's the benefit of the mace and kettlebells because yeah. you can just outside the gym. Yeah. Like on a, that's why I like to do because at a certain age, I've been working out since 18 years old. Yeah. Before I don't want to spend time. I don't want. I don't want to spend two hours in the gym. Yeah. I want to get the most bang for my buck. Yeah, that's why. Do an hour. Boom. Working, working with the mace. Like I went to the park this morning, just working with the mace, and it was perfect. I'd like to thank you for being a guest on the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. If anybody would like to find him, you can reach out to him on Instagram. I'm going to say it again by bodies underscore by underscore Greco Greco yep. underscore you're the Anthony, best I'd like to thank you for being a guest on the show thank you thank you you're the best if you'd like to know more about what it's like training with a mace go to my page at t3fit.com or you can find me on instagram also under t3fit If you like this episode, chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too. So it would be a huge favor to me if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.